Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to the 58th episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. My name is Dylan Senpai. Was Is that what Kite wanted? Kito. Kito. There you that go, Kito. Kito wanted. It's just for you. Kite is something else. You sounded so de- dejected. You did. When yeah, you we'll, said we'll that. see if it sticks. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, of, co- of course, with me is the hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hello. The stupid awesome analyst, John. Yo. And also joining us is the fangirl Victoria. Hi. And anime noob Christine. Hello. Yay. It's happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It, it's that, after Valentine's Day. It is Day. after Valentine's Day, but you know what? We're, we're, we, we didn't have a chance to talk about lovey-dovey stuff this year, so we're going we're gonna to do that. I like that I show up for the lovey-dovey stuff. That's just I know, that's, it's basically, you're, you're like summoned, it's like, we're going to talk about cute stuff, and then Victoria... I happen to be free! Yeah. <laughs> What's you... Valentine's Day? <laughs> right. It's, uh, I think that... you guys used to call me the lovebird, which was horrible. We did used to call you the lovebird. Well, that was the reason. <laughs> Valentine's Day is, is that holiday that Hallmark came up with so that we could give everybody candy. But instead, it just cards. it just singles out all the single people out there. But that's okay because this year we had Monster Hunter. Yeah, it's basically Pink <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> pink Halloween. <laughs> Halloween with hearts instead of pumpkins. And yeah, there's way less cosplay. Yeah, they are. Okay, so uh, let's uh, start off by ringing the news bell. News. And I I got quite a few things that I'm just gonna spout out because there's a, a lot of media news that happened uh, and a lot of cool stuff and some sad stuff. Yes, guys. Uh, really, really sad news from the past couple weeks. Monty Um, the creator, writer, director, animator of uh, Ruby, he uh, he passed away due to medical uh, issues. Complications, yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, I mean, really bizarre. Yeah, we have a lot of fans on our show who who really respect, really his love, work. really, Um. really liked uh, Ruby. Ruby was a good show, and. Um, yeah. And now, now Jonathan and I personally may not have been the biggest Montium fans, but that I wasn't a fan of his content. I, I mean, sure, I, I, everybody says Montium is a great guy. He like, is. I yeah, mean, like if exactly. you think about it, he's a really creative person. He was a great director. He was yeah. a great writer. See, his direction and writing was amazing. Yeah, and, so. and I, I liked Ruby a lot. And from the Rooster Teeth guys, I heard that they were going to keep on uh, doing 
Ruby. Oh, that's good. And instead, um, which is is really good. It keeps high hopes. Uh, can you believe that? Like some, what, they didn't really say what happened to him. He, why he was in the he hospital. was in the hospital for a routine medical procedure. Yeah, but he was in a coma. Yeah, yeah he well, had an allergic reaction to to something to during the, the procedure, and then went into a coma. That's awful. Yeah, That's and awful. he and he just never recovered from it. So. Yeah. Uh, they they had to go fund me to to help pay for his medical bills to help him pull through. Which they they, they got in, more within than five hours. They were looking for fifty thousand dollars, and within five hours they doubled it. Yeah, and and then within actually I saw it pretty much tripled. Yeah, within within twenty four hours it, it was at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But then unfortunately the next day he passed. He away. did. It, yeah, um, and it didn't come to uh, through uh, fruition there. Uh, so Montium to you. Uh, you had a huge fan following. You had a great personality, great, great legacy, great legacy to leave behind. You so. inspired so many people. You did inspire yeah. a lot of people. That's our that's our um, uh, sad stuff. That is today. yeah. So and sorry to start off with that, but we promise. I, I know life life goes on, unfortunately. Yeah. So. So next up in media news, let's uh, kick off. I'm sure most of you guys have heard that Netflix is getting a live-action Legend of Zelda series. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, so th- this is the weird part, is that every every outlet across the internet is describing it as Game of Thrones for families. <laughs> Which, what Game of Thrones for families? I don't know how you can make Zelda Game of Thrones-ish. You know? Yeah, I know. Really, there's not much murder going on. There's it's just rescue the princess. There, I, I haven't seen too much of Game of Thrones, but does it get really fantastic <laughs> later on in the series? Oh, fantastic uh, fantasy. Yeah, as in fantasy, as in like are <laughs> not like little bits. You know, it's like, yeah, does it get the show is fantastic? <laughs> yeah, I never I never thought that of Game of Thrones. So sue me. Uh. But but I I don't know I, I I don't know how I feel about a live action Legend of Zelda. I mean, the only thing that I can think back to the last time that Link spoke in anything was the cartoon series or the <laughs> well excuse me princess exactly is oh the nightmarishly I bad. really hope that it's not that or I do or I do I hope it's that <laughs> you know what I hope it's that and it's gonna be great. Uh, so, but there's, but Netflix has not commented to anybody so far as to what's going to happen with it. They haven't said what, when it's going to be released. They haven't said the contents of it. Hey, listen, <laughs> look, look out for it. Next up in uh, in media news, the live action Kite film <laughs> is on its way over to Japan. Oh. Yeah, so I okay, so I, I hope saw. They hated as much as we did. Uh, well, we never saw it. I don't think anybody <laughs> did. I actually, actually, that's incorrect. I did see it, but not in the viewing sense. I saw it for ten dollars on Blu-ray in Best Buy. I want to see it just so that I can know how truly bad it is. Yeah, well, I mean, direct to Blu-ray release is pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, they might as well have just put it on a VHS tape because I'm sure the same amount of people would buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to home video. Really? Uh, I don't think... I think some of our audience... But I want to see how it's going to do in in Japan. I mean, because they, they always freak out over American movies, and they're going to freak out over an American movie based off of a Japanese media. This is bad. <laughs> well, I know so that. They're, gonna, they're never going to want to see an American movie ever again. Also, in related news to live-action movie adaptin, adaptions, there was an announcement that... Terraformers the hit 
uh, anime from this year, no, last year, the end of last year, winter, uh, Terraformers is getting a live-action film directed by Takashi Miike. Yes, gore! Yeah. <laughs> the the, the oh, gore God, king. Gore. Yeah, except for except for Ninja Kids. Uh, that was not gory. <laughs> well, uh, I know, but... I, well, okay, here's the thing about Takashi Miike, is he is one of the most di- diverse directors out there. Yeah, because he, he, he doesn't always do gore in his movies, but, no. but he knows how to make a style, a very stylish movie with... Lots of violence if it needs to be like, and very hu- humorous too. Almost as if he doesn't take himself seriously, except for audition. Audi- well, no, even that's not the case because audition kind of gave this romantic comedy vibe at the very beginning of the movie, and then it just spiraled out of control in the darkness at the at, yeah. at the end there. And, and Ichi the Killer is just bizarre. Yeah, right. And then uh, Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive is one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. It started off as a cop drama until the last. Five minutes of the movie where it turned into Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> oh, and they blew up the Earth at the end, but somehow there's a, dr- a Dead or Alive two and three. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, uh, I, I would watch it. if you can find Dead or Alive, watch it because oh, it's so weird. Actually, um, it's so funny because the computer generated uh, graphics that they use in it. Like at the end, when the Earth blows up, it looks like a Sega. It's on a Sega Genesis. It, oh, it, seriously? It, it looks so bad, but it's so awesome. Anyways, Takashi Miike, he's got this style that I think fits Terraformers really well because there are these moments of really awesome, soft, cuteness moments and then it gets all violent, gory, manime stuff. Yeah. I think that's his style and he's going to do a really good job. Uh, let's Raise your hand if you're excited for that, I am. <laughs> nope. uh, anyways, next up here. Uh, actually, let's continue on with some live-action movie stuff. Uh, there's going to be a live-action Astro Boy movie. That is yes. in production. I did hear about that. This is mm-hmm. cool. The reason why I am excited for it is because the Australian studio Animal Logic is doing the, the movie, and do you guys know any movies that Animal Logic has done? No. Okay, so they did all the visual effects for movies like Sucker Punch. I'm on their website right now. There's a video that has some penguins. Mr. Popper's penguins. No, this looks like uh, Happy Feet, maybe. March of the Penguins. <laughs> Lego Movie, Great Gatsby, yes, Australia, Happy Feet, House of Flying Daggers, Stealth. Oh, really? Was that that? <laughs> well, who remember? That, that, that was the movie about the self-aware jet. Yeah, that like befriended the main character in the end. Did it? Befri- I didn't see. I never saw it. I think you were the only person I've ever met that saw it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> there's airplanes in it. Uh, Moulin yeah. Rouge. <laughs> Anyways, we, yeah. we get it. They worked on stuff. <laughs> they, they worked on a lot of visually fantastic stuff. And they're gonna like Happy board. Feet. <laughs> yeah, and they and they're gonna do and they're gonna do a live action Astro Boy movie. Uh, some people might be skeptical about that. I am gonna choose to look forward to it. Yeah, because I thought the CG Astro Boy movie. Yeah, with uh, that movie Cage was, was really good. Yeah, that was really good. Oh, Astro Boy. Oh, oh, I my son. I love Happy Feet. Next up uh, in in the media, we have uh, Viz Media announced that they are were named the master merchandise licensee for all things JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Good. So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, we're gonna get mangas from Viz. We're gonna get fingers crossed anime. Yeah, we better get the DVDs. We better. 
But it looks like we're going to expand the collection. And lastly in media news, this one's actually kind of strange. I wasn't sure where to put this one. It, was, it wasn't very super strange. It was kind of innocent. But uh, I, I found it super interesting. Okay, so they released this app for the iOS and Android called Denshi Nagamochi Bishoujo Memory Chan. And uh, or long lasting battery life beautiful girl memory chan. <laughs> what? Okay, so this is an app that goes on your phone and it is meant to expand your phone's battery life. So you 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 open up this app and you're met with memory chan who is on the phone. She's a cute high school girl uh-huh. and it's like a slice of life on your phone. Uh-huh. You watch memory chan grow up. As your battery life gets better. Uh-huh. Okay. So <laughs> Andrew seems oh to like it. What? So, okay. So, you have Memory Chan on your phone, and she's... Uh, it's described that she, she's kind of a, a moody girl, and she gets kind of sour at times. And when your phone is bogged down by all these apps that aren't being used, but they're still running in the background of your phone, she gets kind of upset, and she gets mad, and she gets pouty, and stuff like that. And so you tap on Memory Chan, and she gets happy again, because all these things are cleared out, and it saves your battery life. She has 150 unique lines of dialogue that go on the phone, and as your battery life improves and gets better over time, she grows up. So... You get to see her go through her entire high school career, and, you know, she joins, like, cheerleader squad, and she changes her clothes, and all this kind of stuff, and it's all for the betterment of your Android, or iPhone. What? Amazing. Memory is my waifu. <laughs> so, pretty much, you're going to put an app on your phone, and it's going to PMS when it's not happy with you. <laughs> we're not saying that, but you can. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're allowed yeah, to. Yeah, I can that's what literally what it sounds like. It sounds like you're saying that when the battery like starts to like build up, she PMSs and gets mad at you, and then you have to fix it. What happens yeah. when you drop the phone? <laughs> oh, God. So this app was released on February 3rd and is available on uh, the Google Play Store and also on um, the iPhone Store, whatever you call that. <laughs> the App Store? Um, yes, the App Store, the iPhone App Store. The mom-and-pop App Store? This is a good transition to move on to some gaming news. Also, some more sad news, guys. Nintendo Club is shutting down their loyalty program. So, if for all uh, you, so all you 3DS owners out there, me, uh, yeah, and me, they're they're getting rid of their coin loyalty program. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So when you you know when you register games and stuff like that, you get coins so that you can buy games with those coins as a loyalty program. Yeah, I've gotten. I got. I have a. Link's Awakening for the original Game Boy on my 3DS for free because of that. Uh, If you have any leftover coins, you have until June 30th to get rid of all of them before your account is completely wiped of everything that is on there. Well, I guess i got (coughs) to register my fantasy life. Yep. And Monster Hunter when I I get it. Well, by this recording, I already have it. Yeah. Um, Apparently, they're starting up a new program with it, though, which is the exciting part. They haven't announced any plans for what it is or anything like that yet, but the Club Nintendo shutting down and something new is going in its place, but use your coins. <coughs> okay, I don't think I have enough to buy anything. I don't either. I only buy used stuff when I buy stuff for my 3DS. So, like, I bought a used 3DS, so I didn't even get the 160 coins for uh, anything originally, so I don't think I have any coins. All right, so that's it for gaming news. We only had that one news story. Andrew, do you have any news? Nope. 
You don't have any news. I forgot. I'm sorry. I was working on the new. I was working on the new Wicked anime episode. What? What? Maybe that's already out. Maybe you should go watch it. Link in the description. Maybe. 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 Um, <laughs> or you'll have to cut this done. out. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm 50% of the way done with the new episode, so hopefully it's only another week of Can work. Uh, wait, that means it's time for some strange news! Yeah. Okay, very odd story to start off with, but did you guys hear about the Power Ranger who killed his roommate? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, he I stabbed did him with a katana. Yeah. <laughs> but um, did you hear that they're filing no charges? The, not yet. They're, they are holding off No, 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 they're, because they, uh, they found it to be self-defense. His roommate came into his room and started, like, beating on him, and so, uh, so the guy, so the Power Ranger there, hid from him, and was, like, hiding with his sword, and when the guy got in, he stabbed him. Power Ranger oh. actor not charged in stabbing death. County District Attorney Office said Tuesday that prosecutors have asked and investigators, in other words... Deputies, I don't know. You can keep talking about it while I read this. <laughs> really, I, I thought that you were doing good. You were, you, were, you were making it so much clearer, Dylan. Well, I wasn't even sure if this article has any actual information. It does. It, they, they filed it as self-defense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, apparently, his roommate was the crazy one, not him. That's good. <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't go into. The, it doesn't go into the details, or at least none of the news stories that I read didn't go into any of the details of why this went. Why this happened. Why. He was he was angry or anything like that. According to this, it just says in like one sentence that an investigation found that the actor got in a fight with his housemate, who forced open the door to his bedroom. Guess he didn't like Wild Force. <laughs> not many uh. people liked Wild Force. <laughs> I like I kind of liked Wild, kind of not. I mean, it wasn't the best. It wasn't um, Aliens or Samurais like. You know, I, Samurai was the bad one, right? Samurai was was not great. Yeah, uh, tolerable but not great. I don't, I wouldn't fight a Power Ranger. That's what it comes down to. Hell no. <laughs> I wonder if he like morphed, like actually morphed into. It's yeah. Or if he I, does I like, his yeah, hand motions for it at least. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We're turning this. I don't know if we should. I mean, I guess we're trying yeah, to make light of a dark story. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, a crazy guy died. A bad guy died. <laughs> Justice. One of the putties died. It's kind of a badass way to die, though. I wonder if sparks flew out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... That was bad. That was really bad. De- but Keeping it in. Did he, like, fly back in some crazy motions, too? Oh, oh my dead. gosh. I wonder... Uh, you know, and I, I think we should stop. <laughs> I had more, but I'm gonna... Just, just, <laughs> Lock that up and throw away the key. Next up in strange news. <laughs> hey, ladies, are you single this Valentine's Day in Japan? Because you can go on a uh, a bus tour around Tokyo and pick strawberries with macho men. Seriously? Yeah, they have like this. The, they call it the um, uh, macho bus tours, and you can get really big, muscly hunks to take you on a bus around Japan. Pick strawberries. They'll um, cook you a protein-filled uh, meal, <laughs> and then um, and then they'll put on a uh, muscle man show, uh, 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 a strongman competition. Are they yeah. Japanese muscle men? Yes. Or are they like from all around? Yeah. They, no, I don't. I don't know really. I imagine most of them are, are Japanese, though. So if you're single or or not, I from what I hear, it's not for guys. Honestly, I think it's only for ladies. So they don't have so a Victoria, muscle. Victoria, how are the plane fare? I was just thinking that, right? <laughs> How's the plane fare to Japan looking right now? I don't know. 
Well, strawberries would kill me. I'm allergic, so. <laughs> See, that's the one thing I'm not allergic to. <laughs> I don't have strawberries. I, I can't pick any strawberries. Can I just look at you? <laughs> Let me feel your arms. I'll watch you pick the strawberries. Now that, that's really funny. It's like, oh, strawberries would kill me. Like, <laughs> strawberries would kill me, but I would die in the arms of a muscle man. <laughs> I'm really glad James is on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to send it right to his Facebook page. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. You are welcome. <laughs> I'm going to call later. So what's this? <laughs> it's my plan for Valentine's Day because you're not coming to Florida. <laughs> That's as strange as it gets. Burn. How come you don't pick me strawberries, James? <laughs> How come you don't threaten my life with strawberries? <laughs> Or katanas. <laughs> uh, oh, oh. All right. So uh, that's it for uh, for strange news. That's as strange as it gets. I already said that. Yeah. You did. Which means it is time for which one? <laughs> Japan's fetish of the week. Oh, we have a fetish of the week. So we do that now, Victoria. Yeah. It's yeah. no one knows what that is. <laughs> yeah, Victoria, I guess, hasn't uh, been on an episode since we started doing these new segments, which is great because when we get to uh, sentimental anime, it'll be like throwing them right into the fire. We forgot to do sentimental anime last yeah, week. Yeah, last episode we did. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was very, I was crushed. I was severely disappointed by that. Uh, I already have a good sentimental anime for this episode. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. We'll I'm learning so much about you all right now. We'll cue up that that piano. I want you guys. I, w- I want to do something a little different. I want you guys to guess what Japan's fetish of the week is. I'll give you a series of hints, and I want you to put it together. First hint number one. It is very popular. It's a candy very popular around Valentine's Day. Something is done with it. Uh, Do they stick sweethearts up something? No, <laughs> I was just thinking. No, exactly it's, de- thinking. it's definitely chocolate. Mm. Yeah. Is Wait. It smeared in places. Does this have to do with what Peter Payne posted? Possibly. Um, is it the is. eating chocolate off the off the legs? It is. It yeah. is eating chocolate Ew. off of feet. Yes. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I imagine that this is a fetish that is very dangerous. Do not try it at home unless you're a professional. You will put chocolate on your feet and slip and break your neck. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a thing that, um, I don't know, you dip, dip your feet in chocolate. Yeah, and Isn't that called mud wrestling? <laughs> Every mud. Uh, that's, that's a little bit more than feet. That's like the body? And yeah. that's also mud, not chocolate. And, okay, and but it could be done with chocolate. It could be done with it chocolate. It could be done with chocolate, uh, which I'm sure it has been. Anyways, move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> move on? Wait, wait, you don't want to keep talking about <laughs> no, this? You, you... Not really. No. <laughs> Andrew, you ruined it. Jeez. I had like three more hints up and you knew what happened. Well, I did. I, initially, I had no idea what you were talking about. I just happened to see that post, so I knew what you were talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I didn't so, know. Wait, I... you cheated and looked? No, no, no! I, I actually, I actually knew about this, uh, but I, but I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know what Jonathan was gonna do. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't know we had a fetish of the week this week. So, so that was this, and that was. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so uh, let's move on to the toy shelf. Okay. So, guys, uh, Toy Shelf is actually pretty cool uh, for 2015 so far. Okay, first off, I want to say the, say the one that I saw mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago, which was... oh, that Remember Play Arts Kai? Last week we talked about that really badass Darth Vader. Yes! That was probably the best Play Arts Kai I have ever seen was that Darth Vader. Well, now they're releasing another one. Their next Play Arts Kai model is going to be Wild West Batman. <laughs> and he's he's got... Like gunslingers, and he's got a, a duster jacket on. He's got a hat, and he's got Batman cape and cowl. It's, it. I don't even know how it relates to Batman, but I thought it looked really cool. Well, it's, it's Play Arts guy. It's Square Enix is like, here we're making designs of Batman. So, yeah, that was neat. Okay, so all you Fire Emblem fans out there will be happy that late, <laughs> yeah, late July 2015 they are having a Crom minifigure coming out. It's um, it's like an called- Android. No, it's not a Nendroid, but it's called Caraform, which is like a Super D-Crom. Hmm. Uh, I don't... It doesn't look like he's posable at all. It just looks like he's a, a Super D-Crom. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Barrett Wallace is a PlayArt Kai now. PlayArt um, Kai is just pumping out everything. PlayArt Kai is awesome. Uh, but this is actually a Square Enix character. So they have... Right, yeah, yeah. So now they have Barrett, you know, from Final Fantasy VII or Advent Children or whatever... Uh, that Final Fantasy universe, uh, Barrett is now Player's Kai. You can replace his arms. Really posable. It's really cool. He doesn't look like he's just 32-bit. Yeah, that would be so cool if they actually made... <laughs> Player's like, Kai block. Yeah, man. the block characters from Final Fantasy VII. They are... Okay, they, yeah. Uh, Zero, um, Fig, uh, Figu Arts Zero, I guess is what you would say, are releasing... F- uh, let's see, what size are they? It does not say what size they are, but they are Elsa and Anna from Frozen. No. Yes. Uh, and uh, they... They're cast-offs. Ah! No. No, they're not cast-offs. <laughs> that, that would be weird. Um, so those are coming out in late June 2015. Was that also uh, a player at Sky, or did you say something else? No, uh... Figure Art Zero. Yeah, okay. Figure Art Zero is releasing Elsa and Anna, and they look exactly like uh, their 3D renders. Player at Sky Which is pretty cool. Elsa, Anna... <laughs> I agree. I would probably be interested. Player's Kai should just do everything. Player's Kai should probably just do everything. I would I would buy a Player's Kai Pac-Man. <laughs> just the circle. Yeah. No, they would find a way to make it cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, going on with uh, more posable figures. Uh, in November of 2015, which is pretty far away, uh, they're releasing a posable Guts figure. So, like... It's weird because Berserk has been out forever. Let's go to Mo with the leaderboards. And... Mo, <laughs> um, do, do, do you have it? And yeah, this is this is Gatsu, Gatsu from Berserk. Um, they come out with a new Guts figurine like every other month, or at least you know twice a year, whatever. Well, it's one of the most popular unfinished series of all time. Guts is one of the coolest characters ever. So he's okay. Really? I love Guts. I mean, I love Berserk. Berserk is just freaking awesome. Uh, And finally, what I have on this list is uh, also late July 2015, coming out with uh, the Krom figure, is, for Silent Hill fans out there, Robbie the Rabbit. How creepy is that? Yeah, Robbie the Rabbit was one of the creepier characters. Um, And he's not even a character. He's just, like, a doll. He's just a thing. But but he's in almost every single... Not every single. Like, he's probably starting at number three. He's was he in three? He I was in three. Was... Oh yeah, because the amusement park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was my favorite in four, which is just this pink money. But now in th- this posable figure for Robbie the Rabbit has a chainsaw, a le- uh, lead pipe, 
and uh, a bloody face mask. So, for all those Silent Hill fans out there, like me, yeah, Robbie the Rabbit. And that's it for the toy shelf. Okay, cool. Woo-hoo. Hey, let's um, let's do some Into the West. Into the West? Uh, what are we watching for Into the West? <laughs> so, um... Nope, nope, we're really nope, still going. <laughs> so for Into the West, uh... <laughs> You're, you're the one that made these. I know. <laughs> you can stop at any time okay. if you want. There you go. Uh, there was probably like ten more seconds on that. Yeah. We, we, some... we were revisiting old classic Disney movies. A certain snowstorm that clobbered the n- n- uh, Northeast. That Victoria missed. Yes, I cause did. Because she she's up with Dylan in Florida. Down with up, Dylan. Yeah, down I was about to say up. Yeah. So up that we went around the earth. Around the earth. Had to pass over Antarctica, which is kind of moving here now. Uh, it does seem that way. So be, well, as Antarctica we were, is uh, down south. Yeah, but you'd yeah, have well, to pass it if you looped around. Yeah, because you had to go up and down. They would have okay, to Okay, this choke's over, guys. The Move north on. part Florida. first. No! We're explaining it. <laughs> this is our show, Victoria. This is our show. Uh, so it, well, as we were snowed in, we decided to revisit some old Disney films. I recall uh, a, a little while ago... Not just watch, uh, revisiting um, uh, Robin Hood. That was. Uh, oh, I miss Robin Hood. Robin Hood was good. Yeah, I, it's so weird after you grow up a little bit and then revisit these old Disney movies, where you know it's kind of like didn't these used to make sense? <laughs> I don't know. It seems it like they still makes sense. It still does, but the the flow of the story is just really weird sometimes. It depends on which one, because there's, like, definitely some that, um, I was watching now and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I would have never understood this, like, the undertones or some of the backstories, I'm just even thinking, like, how would anyone have, like, discussed that with a child and explained it? So it's like, I'm I'm glad after rewatching it, like, Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast, (laughs) I was thinking some of the undertones, um... And even some of the jokes that probably weren't politically correct back then, too, is is kind of, or even now, is um, it was interesting to watch and catch on to. Well, anti-political correctness is all about our show, so <laughs> so we're good with that. Well, have you guys um, seen, like, the Tumblr posts that have been happening lately about how all the Disney th- things are being figured out? Like, uh, uh, like what? Okay, so do you remember, because Christine, you mentioned you watched Aladdin recently, yes. right? And you know how all the girls are like, ew, it's that Aladdin guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a brothel and he's a broke guy. That's why they're going, ew. Oh. You don't realize those things until later on. I didn't know they had brothels in the apocalypse. <laughs> Stop the you guys apocalypse. Heard that fan, you guys heard that fan, fan theory? That that's the, why, that's the reason why Jeannie knows all those pop culture references is because it's actually after the Earth has been destroyed. <laughs> I've never heard that. No, it's never like heard one of, that. of the best fan yeah. theories I've ever heard. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Okay. I mean, when we watch Disney movies with our little brother, Sean, he likes to watch Cinderella, and I, me watching Cinderella 
it's so weird going back to it because that story makes no sense at all. Yeah. Uh, it's just... I would never accept just seeing a fairy godmother. It's yeah. It's just like, like a fairy godmother just shows up, I'm your fairy godmother. And, and... No, and not even that, but she's like, you must be my fairy godmother. And it's like, what? <laughs> How did you know that? Like, is this just common well, knowledge yeah, that it's was just never like, explained? It's just like the Matrix. It's, you just know who <laughs> these people are. You are programmed to know who Morpheus is. <laughs> I'd imagine yeah. if your life is that much of a hellhole like she was living, that you'd be hopeful that something cool would happen like that. <laughs> yeah, she just came up with the fairy godmother. Like, she has such a terrible life that she created the fairy godmother It's entity. just all Actually, hallucination, yeah. probably. That's exactly what it is. That is the, the fan theory. She got, of, uh, she got high on the, uh, the fumes from the bleach and all the other cleaning supplies. <laughs> She mixed bleach and ammonia. You want me, my fairy godmother? And now we're turning a pumpkin into a carriage or an onion. I forget like, what they used. She's like up in her room screaming at the rats. Make my dress! Make my dress! Cinderella, Cinderella. Night Cinderella. Curled up in the corner, Cinderella. Oh my god. So I also watched Tarzan. Tarzan, Phil Collins movie. I love one. Phil Collins music. I love Phil Collins. Did he feel it coming like... in the air tonight? <laughs> Tarzan has Tarzan also has some more of the like skeptic theories, especially now that Frozen came out. There's one of the theories is the fact that uh, Elsa and Anna's parents from the shipwreck ended up on the island and had another kid, and then they were killed by leopards. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, one of the Frozen theories, so that Elsa, Anna, and Tarzan are all siblings. Well, there's Phil Collins' theory that the reason why he's doing Phil, he's doing Tarzan is because Tarzan is actually Billy, and and he didn't lose Billy's number, you know, because he he's never anywhere that he can't find him. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw Tangled. I Tangled, love that one. Tangled is my favorite Disney princess movie. Yep. I have to say, Glenn, Glenn Ryder is my character crush. I got to meet that him. up there. I, I am so proud of character. you for refi- for discovering your character crush. Yeah, did you hear that, Victoria? Christine found her character crush. I'm so, he's finally. Nice I love him, Flynn Rider. I met him in Disney, and the, the Flynn Rider. I met Is he real? You can meet. He's he's in the floats now on the um on the festival fantasy parade, and he's oh my gosh! I met him for the holiday the Christmas party, and not even gonna lie, I cried. I did. I fangirled <laughs> real bad, and. And it was, oh my god, it was so awesome. Okay, hang on. Are you talking about Zachary Levi? No, or are you talk- I didn't get to meet Zachary Levi. I met the character in Disney. Someone just dressed up. <laughs> oh. His probably name was, his no, name was probably like Kevin. No, it's a character. <laughs> Dirk. He was, it was Dirk. It was Don't Dirk. Don't crush my Disney-ness. It's a character. Hey, wait, so wait a second. That means they brought back Flynn Rider then, right? Only because for the holiday parties. Okay, because, yeah, because they took Flynn Rider out of meet and greets because he was the most flashed anime character. Um, him and uh, Jack. Yeah, him and Jack Sparrow. Because Jack Sparrow is gone. Like, you cannot get Jack Sparrow. Why? No, you can see him. Um, he comes out for, like, the kids, like, pirate event in Magic Kingdom. Like, oh, as long as there's no, like, moms there. There's no meet and greets there. <laughs> you can see him on stage. Are you serious? People were flashing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, well, because he would stand, uh, Jack would stand in line of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Uh, and basically when young women or crazy mom, drunk moms would go by, they would flash him. And basically Disney was like, yeah, we can't have that. So, so they ousted, uh, the character altogether. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flynn Rider and Jack Sparrow thought it was the happiest place. On earth. 
Oh, I'm sure they did. Boobies everywhere. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Like, I'm sure they've then, got then some again, pretty gross like 90% boob, boobs. of the men who work for Disney are yeah. not. Yeah, they would not be interested. <laughs> well, I'm sure if a man flashed them, maybe. Then they'd be happy. I'm sure he would get tackled in an instant by secret Disney security. <laughs> just men in, like, giant muscle men in black suits and Mickey ears. Just... <laughs> Disney Secret Service. Yeah. And then they would enjoy that even more. Very true. I suppose so. And then they go pick strawberries. No! Oh. <laughs> Show me your muscles, Gaston. Oh, God. <laughs> Gaston is amazing in the Disney parks. I don't know if you've seen the videos. Yeah. Uh, Gaston is amazing, period. Yeah. Well, like, he did it, uh, there was, this guy challenged him to a push-up contest. Oh, yes, I, saw I saw that. that video. Great video. He destroyed him. And then I love the little girls that are just, like, shunning him and putting him down and kicking his butt. It's awesome. Yeah, Gaston is a great character to add to the Disney cast. That was Into the West. That was Into the West. I'm not going to play the horse Thank thing. Thank you yep. for letting me have a Disney moment. <laughs> Nay! Alright, uh, so... I it was, that was great. Yeah, that, that was probably one of the best Into the West discussions we've ever had. Into, <laughs> into the West. Yeah. So it's time to move on to what we're watching. I, I can start right now. I remember that I started talking about the new season of anime on the last one. I'll give you guys an update on some of the things shows that I kept on watching. If you're going to talk about Psychono, I want to talk about Psychono. Well, I started talking about... Um, I started watching Psychono, and I... I'm glad I gave it a, another shot because I only watched episode zero and episode zero was terrible. Episode one was was great and beyond that was great. Uh, I'll let Andrew fill you in. But um, I, I'm really disappointed. I have the Funimation free app on my phone to in, in order to watch the new Funimation shows that are coming out. And apparently, when there's a new season, they if you have the free app, it only releases the first two episodes. And then in order to see the rest of them, you have to buy a subscription. Which I don't think is very fair. I mean, Crunchyroll gives everything out for free regardless, yeah. just a week after. And then people buy it on DVD anyway. Yeah. I, I I don't see how it's a really good marketing scheme. I mean, I guess it's a good marketing scheme because they're releasing really good stuff this season. I really want to see yeah, it. Yeah, see, Funimation gobble, actually gobbled up all the great anime. Yeah, in season. the past, I wouldn't even dream of, of suffering through Funimation's site to watch some of the anime, but this season, oh man, they have some good stuff. Uh, I got some reviews on the way from, from some of the stuff that they did because, ugh, it's so good. Uh, you can watch last episode, or listen to the last episode to hear which ones he's actually watching and liking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the major one is Psychono, Andrew. I think you wanted to cover that one. Yes. Um, so this season, I am watching Psychono, which is the season's harem anime, or one of the harem animes coming out this season. Uh, it's the it's a good harm anime. Yeah. Well, it's, it kind of breaks down the tropes. Yeah. Uh, so it's very self aware, as in like they know that they're kind of in a harem because they all know they all like like the main character. Yeah, you like, learned that from episode. Yeah, one. from episode one, you learn that uh, all the girls in the show like the main character, which is interesting. They never usually do that. Uh, but then all the girls are also playing different parts, like they're playing different roles in a harem, and they're they make. Shot, they take shots at each other, like uh, for like, being the stereotypes. Yeah, like, like stop being, uh, stop being Sundere. We know what you're doing. Yeah, because the the main the thing of it is the main character is an otaku and he wants to create a visual novel and he needs to get all these really nerdy girls together because apparently only girls in the school are really talented at, at like writing scenarios and drawing and stuff like. But that. But they're also closet otaku. Yeah, like, but um. They all live double lives. Yeah, but they're all stereotypes of certain harem characters. Like, there's the blonde, 
half Japanese twin tail Snaggletooth. Sna- yeah, Snaggletooth Sundere character, and the main character does nothing but bash her for being a stereotype of what she set herself up to be, which is the Sundere character, and it's yeah, it's really clever. I, I highly, highly, highly recommend uh, Psychono if you like the harm uh, harm genre like I do. It's really cute. It's really well written. It's very well done. It's very, very void of fan service. I mean, there's. I mean, I guess there's a little bit. I, oh, guess, I might have you guys send me a link to that. Yeah, yeah. it's you would that like it. Vic- no, you would like it, Victoria. The, it's really cute. The animation is fantastic. Yes, the the level of animation. A one Pictures is doing it. Yeah. Um. So uh, I'm a huge fan of A one Pictures. Uh, anything that they do because their animation is just so great. Uh, they worked on Oriemo in the past, etc. But uh, so they're doing second of the season, and the anim- the animation is so fluent. It's really great. It, you can tell that they use reference when animating run cycles and all these things. I love it. Uh, yeah, Victoria, I'll shoot you a link to that because it's really great. Okay. And then the other one I'm watching this season, <laughs> to completely uh, be opposite to Psychono, is I'm watching the Echi anime this season called Isuka. Uh, I made mention to this in the last episode that I was going to uh, start watching it because I read the manga... Uh, and that's why I was interested in it. But this is another anime that ARMS is doing. and Oh, man, is it bad? It's bad. It's so bad. Because, I mean, it's ARMS. You go to ARMS Corporation so that you can animate low budget. Uh, and they they do all the etchy stories, all the ones that have over-the-top fan service. But I'm watching it anyway. I I don't know why. I just can't get can't get enough of it. It's fun to watch sometimes. It has cat girls. Of course it does. It, of course it does. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but my main draw is that, oh, hey, I read the manga, so I'm going to watch the anime. Mm-hmm. Animation is terrible. Arms Corporation so- seems like that company who will raise their hand. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When a producer on Facebook posts, Hey, I want to make this manga adaption tomorrow. <laughs> And they answered. They're like, "We'll do it." Yeah. Um, and the the only the weird thing is, is Arms Corporation used to make really great animes in the past. Like they animated for Full Metal Alchemist. They animated for Elf and Lead. They animated for countless movies. Uh, sort of the Stranger. Uh, the, all these really great projects. But now they've come to in this modern age, like late two thousands. You know, is this cheap company. So it's kind of weird, but I'll probably do another uh, re- uh, review of that of Isaka, uh, just because it's hilarious that I keep doing reviews on Arms Corporation. I just keep seeing. Can't them. stay away from them. Yeah. So that's what I'm watching. That's it. Hey, you actually forgot to mention what you're watching. You were watching Bento because you got the DVDs. I did. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I did get Bento, and it's one of my most favorite animes of uh, of, of 2011 when it was originally aired and it finally came out in English. And the English is really good, uh, especially Austin Tyndall, who plays the main character. I have never heard such an enthusiastic dub before, and he does a fantastic job. Uh, yeah, I love Bento. I recommend picking up Bento. It just came out from Funimation. Anybody else? Um, I recently watched two things that were on Netflix lately. Cool. Um, I actually ended up watching Sword Art Online. Cool. I hadn't watched it. I still haven't seen that, and I really need to. <laughs> Everyone's completely serious when they said what's going on in the second section. I didn't believe them, and now I, I wish I had. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> like, the entire time, James was like, don't watch it, Victoria, don't do it. Because he, he had me watch the first half with him when he visited me. And, um... We're watching it, and I, I really got into it. And then we get to the second part, and he's like, "I, I just wouldn't." I was like, "Why? We just don't." We need to go back to every single podcast listen. and and just make a <laughs> compilation of everybody saying, "Oh, that second story arc." Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, no, the story arc was good. Like, I liked it, it but at the same time, it had so many creepy things that I was just like, "Nope, nope, nope." And then you, you guys know how I'll like pick out voice actors very easily. Yeah. And there were things happening, and all I could think of is, like, the fact that one person was... It's, like, the voice of one of my favorite couples. <laughs> and he was the one was the bad guy, and I was like, no, no, that place was so weird. But I watched that one, and I watched um, The Devil is a Part-Timer. I heard that's really good. Yeah. Uh... I, well, because when I first started watching it, I was like, I think I'm just going to watch it to laugh at how stupid this is going to be. And then it actually got really good. No, yeah, that devil, the, uh, the Devil's a Part-Timer is actually known for being actually really, really great, like a good comedy. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Like, I'm, I'm watching it, I'm just like, wait, this isn't, wait, this is actually, I need to watch the next one. Like, I just kept going, and I, of course, you know me, I marathoned it in a day. But <laughs> that's pretty cool. It was really good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I watched. I didn't watch any anime, but I did watch a Japanese movie. I saw um, When the Last Sword is Drawn, which is a, a samurai movie that came out in 2003 that was pretty good. And it was... Nice. Uh, the story was basically a uh, an old guy who was a samurai. It's The time period is sort of like the end of feudal Japan, so like samurais are on their way out. Yep. And this old guy takes his uh, grandson to a doctor... And through a series of flashbacks, you learn how both the old man and the doctor knew this one samurai and how their, like, lives were affected by this one samurai that they both knew uh, back in the old days. That kind of that kind of reminds me that I never made mention on this show that I started watching my DVDs to Zatu, uh, Zatuichi, The Blind Samurai. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, I bought... which ones? The remade ones or the original ones? No, the uh, the TV show, like the TV series. Oh. Um, back, I think the series that I have is the one that conti- it was the continuation of the 70s so I think it was 1975 or 1976 maybe yeah something like that because um, they have ones that were made back in the 60s as well uh, but I have Zatoichi Collection 2 which I believe is the continuation of that, which is really neat because you can watch them and you don't really need to know the, what happened beforehand because it's kind of an episode of the week because it's just his yeah. travels yeah. you know his tra- uh, I mean there were characters chasing after him but they kind of filled you in on what happened. I like, think that's oh, how the movies can... were, too. But the the original movies are really good. They still hold up. Because I watched yeah. those within the past couple of years for the first time and really enjoyed those, the black and white ones. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, this one, yeah, this one's in color. Um, and the episode, one of the episodes that I watched was basically um, Zatoichi needed to get uh, travel somewhere and he was in a, 
like one of those little cart things, and the people who were after him uh, started stabbing one of the carts because they thought he was in it, but it appeared that there was a, a woman in it, and uh, and she had a baby. And uh, so Zatoichi was basically sworn to this dead woman that, oh, I'm going to bring this baby to his father. You know, and that was, it was like his adventure with him and this baby. It was really neat. In it was, case it's just people cool don't story. know who Zatoichi is, he was the, like the legendary blind swordsman. Yeah. yeah. Really and famous the, tales. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the TV series and movie series is like, so you know how many series of Law and Order we have here in America? Yeah, that's what Zatoichi is. Yeah, saying. that's why I asked if, if he was talking about the original movies or the new movies, because there's been several like reboots, I think. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a whole bunch of Zatoichi. But but yeah, I, I forgot to make mention of that, so that's that. He's like a cooler version of Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> a version I'll actually watch. Also, I, I didn't actually mean to bring that up, but the Netflix trailer for Daredevil actually looks pretty cool. Does it? Yeah. It, it, is there a hundred percent less Ben Affleck in it? There is a hundred percent less Ben <laughs> Affleck in it. But I mean, it really had nowhere but up to go. <laughs> Honestly. But it it actually looked really cool. Christine, oh. did you watch anything? If you consider anime '90s TV shows, then yes, I have. Yes, anime '90s TV shows, absolutely. No, I was no. watching. I watched Hey Arnold. Oh, I thought you said anime 90s TV shows. Oh, I said if you consider it. I have not. So you can just cut this out. No, I have not watched just, anything. Just call it Hey Arnold, son. <laughs> <laughs> and Doug. Can't forget Doug. That would be called Doug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doug Coon. Okay, so it's time to move on to our Tavagachi, and because it is... After Valentine's Day, <laughs> post Valentine's Day, uh, we, uh, we're let's, let's talk about some Valentine's stuff. Okay, anime I play, related. I play, I play Monster Hunter, or at least I'm planning to uh, do this recording. What? <laughs> Singles awareness thing is oh. it's just him and his Monster Hunter machine. Yeah, I, well, because my Monster Hunter is being delivered on the 13th, and I'm either going to get my new 3DS that day or the next day, uh, and the next day obviously is the 14th on Saturday, which is. Valentine's Day, so I'll just be playing my new Monster Hunter all day long. I don't have anybody to spend it with. I don't care. I wonder how many people are going to go see Fifty Shades of Grey. That sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, you should go see that. It's going to be a weird night for I some it people. Got banned in, I think it was Malaysia. It got banned already. Oh, well, sure. good. That move. It's terrible. Like it's just the worst thing. Like seriously. <laughs> Twilight about an abusive relationship. Twilight fan fiction turned into an S N M novel. <laughs> for soccer moms. It's for soccer moms? Yeah. Anime. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. What, what do you guys want to talk about? It's. Well, we had the idea of talking about animes for when you're single and animes for when. for couples. Um, I don't know. Are there really any, any animes specifically, specifically for couples? Like, do anim- people sit down and watch animes for couples? Bible well, Black. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I mean, technically, there there is an anime. There's anime for couples, as in saying that yes, both a male and a female would want to sit down together and watch it together. But that's but that's like the same idea as a rom com. Like, no man is just like, okay. Let's sit down and watch this romantic comedy. It's always no like I really want to watch this romantic comedy. Well, girls with don't you. watch just romantic animes. 
No, I know. I'm just I'm, no. I'm talking about like like American culture live action rom com mm. like movies that come out here. Generally, it's you know the woman wants to watch one and then the guy reluctantly says okay. At least that's, not how, that's not how it goes all the time though. <laughs> I only saw Fever Pitch, but a couple months ago. <laughs> wow! And I did not make you watch that. <laughs> I wasn't even with you when you watched that. <laughs> I know. It was on TV and uh, and I was like, oh, I guess I should. I'm proud of you. One of one <laughs> of Jackie Chan's greatest fight scenes was in a rom a rom com. <laughs> Which one? Gorgeous. Gorgeous. It was, it was oh, it's a movie about a girl trying to find true love and uh he there's a scene where he fights the only white Jackie Chan stunt team member. So uh so anime animes that you watch with couples. Um, I really don't think there's anything specific, you know, like, things that appeal to both guys and girls. Generally, things are split up, like everything. Everything is split up always. Um, but animes that you can watch as a couple, uh, I'll just kick it off. I think Full Metal Alchemist is an anime you watch as a couple. I was going to say, James and I watched Brotherhood together, and yeah. he may or may not have bought all the DVDs I own now for that. But um, he, I got him into that, and we watched it together all the time. Yeah, no, for, for me, as, like, a single guy... Um, I would easily just say the animal anime that I would watch with someone else as a uh, as a couple would be Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Like I would just that would be that would be my top. But yeah, I mean there isn't really that much romantic stuff in it. But it doesn't have say. to. It doesn't have to be romantic stuff if you just. No, you there's just want... a good amount of romantic stuff. Well, in no, it. no, there is there is romantic stuff in it, but it's not about that. No, it's it's definitely one of the like sub stories, but. Well, I mean, a good I, can, I can easily go in and tell you every little detail of the romantic stuff in that series, because that's I told you guys earlier. I was just watching anime scenes all the time, and I went in. Of course, I went into my uh, Roy and Riza and Ed and Winry moments. Uh, Ed, and, Ed, Ed and Winry are probably is probably one of my favorite anime couples. It just works, you know. They did it so naturally in the story; it just works better than most animes. So, I mean, that's what I mean. Full Metal Alchemist is such a natural story. Like the the progression of it is so beautiful. It's just perfect. It's just a great show. It, it's a good action anime that, like, it's an action anime that puts the romance in there without choking you with it. Because, like, I also was watching Yasha earlier. <laughs> and though I love that couple, it's annoying as hell. Dragon Ball Z Girls. Because <laughs> like, I watched the ending. Because I love the ending. Because it's awkward and adorable. But it was just <laughs> like, um, this is how, why I think they said each other's names about 20 times in <laughs> one episode. <laughs> Kaneda Tetsuo. <laughs> that one, right? I don't know. What would you consider Ranma one half? Could you watch that with someone else? I don't see why not. I mean, has anybody else seen Ranma? No. I've no? wanted to watch it, but no. Ranma's such a great show. I have I have the first couple of collections on DVD. The reason why Ranma's so good though is because it's such a genuinely good comedy. Yeah. It's made by the per- by the woman who wrote uh, Inuyasha. It, that's like her. That's she, that was like yeah, her claim to fame. Every single Inuyasha DVD I own at the very beginning of it is a trailer for Ranma. Oh really? Every yeah, single one. It, it's a genuinely well written show, and it that one I guess is about relationships. It's, it's, it's really funny. It's one of the earliest harems. Yeah, out well, there. not earliest harems, but uh, it, it's it's one of the best harems. I think that Love Hina is one of the best. Harms. Well, Love Hina is one. Of the but best. I don't feel like that that would be a good show to watch with other people, though, or uh, not other people, but as a couple, because that's what, that's what I'm talking about. When you talk, when you think of things like harems, they're either for 
you know, guys only because there's so many... Yeah, so, so many, so many fan services slip up, you know. But there's so many girls with this one loser guy, you know, um, and then there's also the other side, which is Oran High School Host Club, what, yeah. where, while that's a good show, I mean, you kind of gotta, if, if, if somebody's... I would watch that as a couple. If somebody's going in completely blind, though, and you looked at Oran High School Host Club... Would you say, yeah, let's watch that right now? This is true. Well, but I would say it's easier for me, like, as a guy who likes Oran High School Host Club, to show it to a girl. But if a girl in a, in a relationship were to be like, let's watch Oran High School Host Club, then you have a situation like Sean. Yeah. Where Sean uh, is, like, totally reluctant to do it. But he ended up, he, he still doesn't like it, but he ended up, he liked under, it. He, he ended up understanding why people liked it. I think I asked James to watch, like, one episode of it and just be like, can we watch this? And I don't think he was a huge fan of it, if I remember correctly, but I I didn't want to, like, force it on him because I know that one's very, very more, like, girly. I don't know. I, I, um, I feel like the, the shoujo, or the, the manga is, but the anime is very self-aware and pokes fun at itself, so it makes it a lot more accessible to the male audience. I don't know. I just I didn't want to like make him watch it. I'm also yeah. Like I never dragged him to a Twilight movie. I never made him go do any of the girly things. Like this wasn't me. I think that the most probably universally acceptable, even the full genre itself, good for couples would be any slice of life. Just because yeah. it's something. Yeah. I was gonna say Kids think, on the Slope. Oh, Kids on the Slope is so good. I agree, Dylan. I totally agree. Yeah, because that one's got the whole love triangle thing. It's almost like a soap opera at, th- at times with the a good soap opera. <laughs> I loved that show. Yeah, yeah, loved that was. It. I haven't y- seen that one. Really? Oh my you gosh! Seen Kids on you should watch it. <laughs> yeah, we okay. That is one you have to add to your list. Is Kids on a Slope? You have to watch it and marathon it straight through. And I know you will because <laughs> you you once you start watching it, you will not be able to stop. It's How many one episodes of the, are there? Twelve. Oh, God, that'll take me, like, yeah. half a day. An afternoon. I it'll even, take you until I have tomorrow. I think I even binge-watched it. I watched, like, three episodes, and on the fourth one, I just watched the rest of the, the series. Nice. Yeah, it, yeah, that was so good. I mean, that was done by... Um, Shinichiro Watanabe. Yeah, Shinichiro Watanabe for, from uh, Cowboy Bebop. So, it's uh, good storytelling there. Yeah, you should definitely I watch it. I that I'd probably watch with, um, with games... I watched one a little while ago that was called Special A, and it had kind of ridiculous characters, but it wasn't just focused on one couple, though. There was, like, three or four of them throughout the entire show. And it's not a long one. It's a short one, too. I think maybe 20 episodes. Uh But it was really good. Like, it was all action. I actually, and especially when you watch an anime, sometimes it's easy to pick out characters that you can relate to especially as a couple and there's one of the couples it wasn't the main one but one of them dead on was me and james like i sent, <laughs> I sent him a link of the video this girl they were good friends for a long time and they just didn't admit to each other they liked each other and then it got to the point where she would like um she she may or may not have like used him a lot like um they had to test the security system and she threw a piece of food and he went running after it and he got shocked by lasers but um <laughs> 
There's just like different moments that she'll like kick his ass, and it kind of reminds me of me and James. Je- Je- jealousy rage. You're you're in insatiable oh, jealousy she had rage. Such jealousy rage. Oh my god, it was beautiful. Victoria, so- are you soon to Ray? <laughs> what? It's not that I like you or anything, Baka. <laughs> Baka. Not like I did that in high school for a year. All right. <laughs> um. That was. I think we got some pretty good selection in there for couples. I have some singles animes. Oh, yeah, other that, anime. No, there's all other anime. But here's a perfect one: Golden Boy. I think Golden Boy is the perfect anime for at least guys when when you're single. That is a total bachelor anime. Like it's just so funny. It's it's kind of like that classic uh, that classic etchy. It's not like you have today. Where it's grotesque and just senseless. This is your grandpa's etchy. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is like, I don't know. It's done smart where it's funny. It's all done through humor. Um, there is, there is some nudity in it. It's not like grotesque, like every scene kind of a thing. But it's all done through humor. It's it's really funny. Uh, I don't know if I would watch it with somebody else, like as a couple. But it's definitely a good bachelor anime in my opinion. Golden Boy. Yeah, Golden Boy. I've seen it like a hundred times, and I mean, there's only six episodes, but every episode is just hilarious. Crunchyroll has it now. It's true. For free? Is it for free? I think so. And is it in English? That I don't know, because the uh, the English is really good. Like, that's a classic anime, you know, in the age of before voice actors were invented, uh, where, you know, Evangelion had good voice acting, and Golden Boy, basically every Evangelion voice actor is in Golden Boy. Something uh, fun that Christine and I did once, it, it turned out to be bad, but that was, we, we just went on Netflix and we just picked an anime that neither one of us has seen, well, of course, that I hadn't seen, because obviously Christine hadn't seen it, uh, but, uh, but we ended up watching Black Butler, and we just, it, it was just kind of, it was just kind of like one of those experiences where we just decided to hate on something together, and it was nice. Me and Dylan watched Bat- Black Butler together. <laughs> Did you guys do that too? You guys? I, that I still don't even remember that. Yeah, it was just like I just remember at the end of it. I was like, "What was that?" Yeah, it was just <laughs> me, me and Dylan. Me and Dylan just at Dylan's old apartment, and we were just like, "Want to watch Netflix?" Okay, we turned on Black Butler, watched the first two episodes. And we're like, "It's okay." Yeah, we didn't. Even, we barely even got through the the first episode. It was. I, I did not like it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like I just thought that was girl. kind of fun, though. I mean, like if you think about it as a couple, just like pick something that maybe might interest both of you, and then just watch it together. And it's kind of like it's kind of like going to the movies together because you know doing a Valentine's Day thing, going to the movies together, and, and just going to see a movie almost like a date, you know. But it, if you don't like it, you can just turn it off. Yeah, and it's technically free. I mean, you're paying for Netflix, but. <laughs> You don't waste money by doing it. You don't have hundreds of thousands of options with the p- price of a movie ticket. Yeah. It depends. Because, I mean, long distance is a pain in the butt. So, like, <laughs> watching watching all the romance ones gets a little annoying and it gets, like, depressing. Um, <laughs> it does. Shut up. Um, That's but, when you like, switch it over to hentai. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Or else you get really, like... Hey, oh, no, thank you. Or if you, especially if you fight with the other person sometimes... And you, there's like you just want to watch the anime. They're like, oh, this guy's so much better. Why can't he be like that? We've had our. <laughs> but oh, one of the like the biggest like fan service for girls though, anime wise, is free. Yeah, um, the swimming one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's <laughs> he'd pick strawberries for me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> horrible. 
Um, I don't know. Free has just recent, like with the with the uh, coming of the second season of yeah, Free. Yet. Yeah, it's become more accepted by a male audience. Yeah, just as widely accepted, almost as if it just turned into a sports anime. Yeah. So it's that's no, they killed it. <laughs> it was just pretty boys in bathing suits. Like, cause, Why? yeah, because season season one was like, yeah, okay, we get it. You know, it's kind of weird because all sports animes. This is information that's kind of thanks to Sarah from Forty Two's anime reviews, because uh, she's been watching crap tons of sports animes. But things like Kuroko's Basketball, Haikyuu, Free. Um, Dana all, watches all of them. Yeah, all all male sports animes, but have homosexual undertones. <laughs> um, and that's like what it like. It, guys can watch it; they just don't understand the homosexual undertones. Like girl, like girls will watch it and be like, "Oh, I'm fantasizing right now," and guys will be like, "What are you talking about?" It's just like, "No, I'm fa-, like, you don't get it." It's like, "No, you're right. I I don't get it." You know, because <laughs> it's like none of the characters are actually gay, but they're like. But they're like, huh? Come on, write you some fan. Yeah, write some fan fiction. You know, they're nudging it. So there's, there's also a- um, there's one that's like it's. I would never make James watch this anime. It's super. It's another harem one. It's a uh, clan ad, and yeah. it's the most depressing shit on the planet. Like you watch, it's such a cute, adorable couple. Like all these amazing things. It's it's adorable, and then you get to the end. And See, you're like, okay, and then you start season two, and season two makes you want to kill yourself. Like it's so depressing and horrible, but it's so good at the same time. You can't look away. See, <laughs> sounds like Sword Art Online. See, now the the inter- <laughs> the interesting thing about Clanet is though, is it's not an otome harem, which is where it's a female character with a bunch of male leads. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, Oran High School Host Club is, yeah. which that's usually what's geared towards girls. But Clanid is an anime that's kind of geared towards girls. I mean, it has a male audience, obviously, but it's kind of geared towards girls with a single male character and a female cast, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because they don't. That's like the only one that's really done that. It's so good. It's such a good one to watch. Like, I remember I sat there and watched it. And I was like, "Oh, the second half!" And I started watching it, and I think I cried through the entire series. It was so depressing, and I can't say anything without spoilers. I'm just, oh my god. I know. I'm I, you. Every time you're on the show, you kind of you bring up Clanet and talk about it. I really need to see what you're talking about, but I really don't know if I want to get yeah. into that kind. I've seen too many depressing animes, and I know how I react to it. It's good in the if you watch the first one, it's good, and then the second it's the, it's the second half. Second one kicks you in the teeth. It does. It but then isn't there so a movie? Much. Isn't there like a movie that's an after story? Oh. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> so it's always uh, so sad. So that's actually that's more of the second half. It's the after story, right? That's what that's what killed you. All right, so I think that's where we're, we're going to cut it off there. Uh, now it's time where we're going to tell our sen- sentimental feelings of, of this episode. What have we learned today with sentimental anime? What have you learned, Jonathan? And you go first. What did I go first? I learned. <laughs> That you can pick strawberries with big muscly men, even if it kills you. <laughs> I'm not living that one. Uh, living that one down, am I? <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, I, I I couldn't think of one. It was it was all strawberry based. <laughs> no, well that's fine. I learned that people can be allergic to strawberries. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
I learned that no matter how big your muscles are, you're never ashamed to go picking strawberries. How allergic to strawberries are you? Like, if you eat one, will you die? Or... I don't know. Not No, I'm not, like, that badly allergic to it. Apparently, once when I was younger, I had strawberries and kind of, like, got, like, blew up a little bit and was rashing and everything. And I haven't had them since, out of fear. My, I, actually, no. I had, like, strawberry, like, flavored stuff once, and it closed my throat, so. Piano's still playing. Do you go to restaurants, yeah. and are you like, is there strawberries in this? No. Oh, Victoria, <laughs> I, know, I know what you could do. A really good substitute... I mean, we all know that... A raspberry. That, yeah, no, chocolate-covered uh, strawberries are a very good uh, treat for this season, so why not just do chocolate-covered feet instead? You're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that my friends are horrible people. <laughs> yes! I am not. <laughs> no, you're not. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> you'll die if you eat strawberries. My guy friends are horrible people. <laughs> but you already knew that. Yeah, that's true. Christine, what did you learn today? I learned that there is an app on your phone that may be worse than PMS. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't believe it. And that was sentimental anime. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means that we are moving on to some fan service, where we re- where our fans have reached out to us with their comments of last episode or previous episodes or whatever. Uh, so here we go. Uh, Kito! Uh, we, we kind of already addressed what you sent us, uh, where you want us to make Dylan Senpai a thing. So, I guess we started calling Dylan Dylan Senpai. But, uh, I, I think you're still calling it, uh, calling him Dylan Senpai anyway, because you just messaged us literally a minute ago, a minute after we started recording on our last episode, and you said, Y'all go watch Gundam Double Zero like Dylan Senpai said. <laughs> uh, let's see, it's the Gundam show with the perfect balance of politics... Uh, and doesn't uh, get dragged out. Although I like all the heavy politics in Wing, which is a cool comment. That's a, that's a really good point. It's like yeah, the some people like Gundam some people West like... Wing. It'd <laughs> be an awesome show. Of... <laughs> <laughs> Big Bad Shadow Man sent us um, a cool animation from Studio Trigger. Uh, it was from oh yeah, yeah it was from that uh, anima- animation expo, in Japan Animator Expo, uh, yeah. where where uh, me 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 came from originally. Yeah, so um, Studio Trigger made a short animation called Power Plant Number Thirty Three, um, which is really cool. Uh, it's a cool concept, but it's not a complete story. It's not a complete story, but it kind of sets up a world. Cool concept, really interesting. Character. Now it's done by Studio Trigger. So what does it most look like from them so far? Mm, I don't know. Little wicked, little witch academia, but with no super D anything. Hmm. I don't know. I can't really compare it to anything because uh, it's it's just different. Uh, it does. I mean, it doesn't look like Kill a Kill. I, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like Kill a Kill. It doesn't really look like Little Witch Academia. So it looks like Inferno Cop. No, no, it does not look like Inferno Cop. And then uh, he also sent uh, Big Bad also sent us a response to the mecha episode he always found a gray area between giant robot and mech like we were discussing remember we were discussing that last yeah time? we were uh, so, uh, somebody else um uh gerardo uh, also brought that up too when he sent us a message saying that he gerardo said that he would consider fully coolia mecha right because 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 and the reason why i really like his point is because lord conti actually uses nauta to get stronger so almost as if he's a pilot 
and and Lord Conti's power comes from consuming Nauta. And then he also goes on to mention things like uh, Mecha Godzilla, uh, things like that. Like, would that be considered Mecha? You know, because uh, technically, can the machine work on its own, or does it need somebody uh, to put inputs into it? Uh, but there's gray area because of the point of Mecha Godzilla uh, being designed to have a pilot control it. But sometimes you become uncontrollable and remember that uh, it was once first Godzilla and going on a rampage. And that also leads to a tokusatsu where mechs aren't just giant robots, but super tanks. Yeah, giant armored jets, body, uh, body mechs, kind of things like that. Interesting. So he's wondering if m- machines are need to be controlled or if they can have the ability of their own. And we kind of had that debate on our show, too, where we were saying that mecha is really just tools... But also, you know, Mecha Godzilla can control himself, even though he's meant to be piloted, almost kind of like Gargantia. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean uh, Chamber? Right, from Gargantia. Yeah. Yeah, so so I, I guess that's up for debate. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think that a Mecha has to be a tool in order to be, in order to be considered Mecha, or can it be a robot that works on its own? Good debate question. Email us. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know our email address yet, we'll give it to you in a couple minutes. Yep. Response from Wicked Fan Kyle, who says his favorite Becca animes are Oddballs, the Aquarian series, and Knights of Sidonia. Uh, Aquarian is just a plain weird, silly, uh, plain weird and silly, uh, and he wouldn't call it a good anime, but I, he thinks that's why he loves it so much. Uh, and then he also then he goes on to the details of Knights of Sidonia, uh, you know, with the whole weird human photosynthesis thing how it was just a weird subject i was not into knights of sidonia at all no like i I watched the first i watched the first episode and i was just like no sorry can't do it Uh, i just i I just didn't enjoy it that much but it's cool that he did i i don't somebody has to a lot of people did are you kidding yeah well no that's what i mean we were the only ones i know i felt like i did feel like the only one who did not like it so did you see knights of sidonia dylan i i was Maybe going to check it out, but then once I saw the art, I was like, eh, and then it just sort of, I forgot about it, I guess. Getting past the art is a tough thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, then he does mention that there's an older mecha anime uh, that he keeps meaning to uh, check out called Five Star Stories, and it's an OVA series from 1989. It's on net, uh, uh, YouTube. YouTube for free. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Of course, our wicked fan, Gerardo. He says that he approves of the Kill a Kill English dub, uh, which is really interesting. That's right. It started him watching it. Yeah, uh, and so he says that the Kill a Kill English dub, uh, they matched the English character, English voices perfectly, in his opinion, to the Japanese set of characters. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. Um, he also mentioned uh, something that I uh, was never really going to bring up in the first place because I have some special plans for it, but he brought it up first, uh, which is Spider-Man. The, Jap- the 1970s Japanese Spider-Man. I have mentioned it on the show before, but there is a giant robot in that in that Spider-Man. Yeah, we never got into live-action giant... Did you know that Marvel yeah. made that canon? Yes, I did hear... Yeah, uh, and he actually uh, mentioned that himself in his in his response. That's that, awesome. That, yes, that is Spider- so awesome. Spider-Man does, in fact, have a giant mech. And a that's kind of easy for Spider-Man, since there's so many... Like universes and so many different Spider-Men, they they could probably just be like, ah, oh, there's one where he's got a robot, and from Japan, yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man, yeah, from the planet, from Spider. Planet Spider, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> defeat Doctor Monster. <laughs> that series is so awesome. Yeah, it is. It's wicked funny, and I, uh, that is another uh, series that, in I believe, in season three of Wicked Anime, I will be bringing up. 
Uh, and then our fan uh, Eithor from Iceland, wicked fan Eithor, I Eithor. He li- he said he gets a kick out of us trying to say his name. <laughs> um, sent us a crowdfunding story where Evangelion fans are actually trying to get uh, the spear yeah, from, from Evangelion, from the end of Evangelion. Yeah, to shoot to the moon. They're, they they want to stick a, the spear from Evangelion on the moon. Because uh, because this is the year, guys. We're in the year 2015. This is the year that Evangelion happens. Prepare for the end of the world. Angels and prepare whatnot. for angels. Prepare for the. Apocalypse. Although no, angels were already supposed to happen because we haven't moved our cities underground. That's true. So you know what? You're already too late. So but, but we can still at least shoot a. Spear we can at shoot the moon. a spear at the moon. That's fine. Let's do it. Now, one of the things that they said in the article is it's only supposed to be about ten inches long. <laughs> what? what? The okay, spear? so it's just gonna be. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be like a tuning fork just sitting on the moon. It's a, yeah, was so. it like a gun plus spear? <laughs> yeah, probably. But uh, but it was a really interesting story. It's a really interesting idea. And just one of our NASA trips to the moon, just bring an otaku with you that has one, just throw it on the ground. Now it's I mean, moon what, trash. We, we go to the moon what like every Tuesday now? Yeah, right. It's like a weekly thing. Hey, let's check on the moon. Let's make sure that it's still there. Oh, still good. It's still here. Oh, good. Top around for a little while. <laughs> and that's all we have for fan service, guys. Uh, thank you for thank you for sending us that stuff. We always love hearing f- from you guys what you guys find, what you have to say. We I guess it's just time for some shameless plugs. Let's do some shameless plugging. If you guys want to join our conversation, maybe you have some animes for when you're single. All the all our single fans can message us about single animes. Uh, all of our couple fans can want message us about coupled animes. Just email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. Uh, ironically enough, we haven't gotten too many emails lately. Everybody just sends it to, a, to our Facebook now. But we like it when you guys email us, because then we can keep it in like a neat little folder. That's kind of fun. Uh, do whatever you want, though. I don't care. Do whatever you want. We, yeah. Well, I mean, do whatever you want. It's cool, but the email is neat. All right? It's neat. Email us. Email. Shoot us an email. You can also find us on Facebook.com backslash Wicked Anime, where, you know, obviously we post all of our cool news stuff, we read messages from you guys, we talk to the fans, uh, but we also talk to the fans at our Twitter, where you can tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime. Uh, that, is, that is really fun. I've got to say, ever since starting the Wicked Anime Twitter, that's like one of the better ideas that we had for Wicked Anime. It's just fun. I like Twitter. I do. I really like Twitter. Uh, which, uh, also with Twitter, we have the Tumblr still at wickedanime.tumblr.com, where we tumble tumble things. Things that we find funny on the internet. Things that we share from Peter Payne mostly, because he posts the best stuff. He <laughs> posts the best stuff ever. Peter Payne of J-List. Yeah. He doesn't sponsor us yet. <laughs> but he does follow us on Twitter. Yeah! <laughs> follow us on Twitter! And you can listen to the podcast. If you're not listening to the podcast at nerdyshow.com backslash wickedanime already, you can find us on YouTube and SoundCloud. Well, not YouTube. Uh, YouTube comes next. YouTube comes next. iTunes and SoundCloud. Yeah, rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, comment on, on SoundCloud. I love that SoundCloud. Yeah, I like SoundCloud comments, too. Those are fun. Did we get any SoundCloud comments? I think the only one was Dylan. Yeah, who we mentioned got Dylan that. who mentioned that you cut out the word too. I didn't know if you cut it out or it was just forgot to be mentioned. But when I was listening to it, I was I got confused with that part. So yeah, yeah, I, I don't know what happened. I think it that, definitely got cut out. Yeah, because I it skips from we got a piece of news that is yeah. is moving to are getting an hour cut out. So I, I don't know why I I forgot I, or why I cut out Toonami or even if. 
I did if there was an audio issue. You can find us at youtube.com backslash Wicked Anime Reviews, where season three of, of Wicked Anime is finally starting. Heavy air quotes on season three, by the way. We don't actually do a yearly thing. I don't know. I've been, I've been actually thinking about um, making a playlist, splitting up our episodes into different seasons. And then we'll release the, the seasons in box sets, and we'll sell them for $60, just like anime. That's right. We'll call it... Whatever. Um, uh, so <laughs> we'll call it whatever. Just it's not going to say wicked anime. Just whatever. So join us on YouTube, and that's about it. That's all we got. Subscribe on on YouTube. Subscribe to us. We're almost at a thousand. Once we we, get, once we, we haven't we... made a thousand yet. No, we haven't. You should stop mentioning how many subscribers we have because it's going really slow. <laughs> <laughs> once we kick off the new episodes, it'll be better. Yeah, it's got, everything's going to be better. It's for the future. For the future. For the future. Has anybody seen the Aviator? I think it is time. <laughs> con month is right around the corner, by the oh, way. Oh, man, that's right. We're starting up Con month next month. It is, it is next yeah, episode? Yeah, I think the next episode we're going to start up Con month because it's going to be released in March. And yeah. we got some cool stuff prepared. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully we'll be able to get Victoria back again for Con month. I'm so excited for Anna Boston. Yeah. Well, we are too, but if you can join us for the podcast Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm actually... I'm, I'm going to try. I've been picking up shifts a lot. I don't have a schedule for Sunday yet, so we'll see. Cool. Uh, but we will be we will all be there at Anime Boston. So local fans, if you guys want to see us, uh, as per usual, we're going to be at Anime Boston. Of course, we're going to be doing panels. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have word during Con Month whether we, or not we but, have. Panels. But we will be there as press. So uh, find us. Let us know if you're going. Say hi. We'll chat. We will chat as long I'll as we're not be following them around. Yeah, as long That's as right. we're, as yes. long as we're not in a rush for anything. Because which was... we which we won't. We're cutting down on our interviews this year so that we can spend more time. Because last year last year was crazy. Like we'd we'd go meet James and Victoria. You know, we'd go. Then meet we never and... saw you again. Yeah, we'd be like, "Hey guys, what's up? Oh, we gotta go do an interview." And then, but don't worry, we're not doing that this year. So okay, we're doing interviews, but not that many. Not as much yet. Yeah, because we we exhausted ourselves last year. It was exhausting. Yeah. So thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast, guys. We will see you at the next episode. Come on. It's time to sign off the only way to know how. Okay, bye. Bye. classic Disney movies. We had, uh... Somebody, before we even started recording, said that they're watching old Disney movies. Christine. What? Oh my gosh! (laughs) I'm here. You wanted to be on this episode so bad. I'm here. Playing Candy Crush. No, I'm not. What are you playing? Maojong. (laughs) I guess it's relevant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network, 
And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show to find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships you can subscribe to the wicked anime podcast via itunes and soundcloud leave a comment like and share and follow nerdy show and wicked anime on all your favorite social networks for more podcasts articles community forums and other awesomeness visit nerdyshow.com if it's geeky we've got it covered Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.